the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Tuesday, May the 30th, 2023, in the year of our Lord. On May 30, 1989, protesters in Beijing erected a goddess of democracy. It was a statue. They put it in Tiananmen Square. The statue was destroyed in the Chinese government's crackdown. That's symbolic of other nations as well as China today. Any hope for democracy, any hope for freedom is being squashed by a number of emerging nations on this globe. Today in 1431, Joan of Arc was condemned as a heretic. Today in 1431, she was burned at the stake and ruined France. Today in 1922, the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C. was dedicated in a ceremony was attended by President Warren G. Harding, Chief Justice William Howard Taft, and Robert Todd Lincoln. Today in 1935, Babe Ruth played his last Major League Baseball game for the Boston Braves. He left after the first inning of the first game of a doubleheader. He never would play again. They were playing against the Philadelphia Phillies. Three days later, Babe Ruth announced his retirement. Today in 1958, Unidentified American service members killed in World War II and the Korean War were interred in the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier at Arlington National Cemetery. Today, in 1971, American space probe Mariner 9 blasted off from Cape Kennedy on a journey to Mars. Today, in 2002, a solemn, wordless ceremony marked the end of the agonizing cleanup at Ground Zero in New York City eight and a half months after 9-11. And today in 2015, President Joe Biden's son, former Delaware Attorney General Bo Biden, he died of brain cancer. He was 46 years old. And one year ago today, after the school shooting in Uvalde, Texas, it killed 19 elementary school students and two teachers, as you'll recall, President Joe Biden took to the press They were waiting for him, of course. He said, and I quote, the Second Amendment was never absolute. That's the thinking of the left. The left does not have any fixed values. Leftist, cultural Marxism, wants everything to be living, dynamic, in flux and change, because then they can control the truth. They can decide what the truth is, and the truth is ever-changing in the world of the so-called progressive, the leftist, Marxist, cultural Marxist. And we have a lot of that in America today. Some in leadership are trying to remake this country in the image of Marxism, cultural Marxism. And so they're always, the truth is very evasive, and they're always changing, quote-unquote, the truth. That's why 
here a few years ago, there was a, a lot of conversation about it. I think the same same people that were talking about it are still working on it, but they were trying to convince the public that the Constitution of the United States is a living document. And you say, well, okay, it's living, it's dynamic, it's but no, no, that's not what they meant. They meant that the Constitution does not now mean what it meant when our founders wrote the Constitution, when they drafted it, created it, over a period of days and weeks, working together, praying together, regularly, daily. They want you to believe that the Constitution was for those folks then, and now we have to reinterpret the Constitution in the uh, from the backdrop or the the idea or idealism of our changing values and our changing culture. So we have to adapt the Constitution and other documents, but particularly the Constitution, because it is living. We have to adapt that to current culture. And this is what our kids are taught every day. We send them off to school from K through 12. They're also getting sexually indoctrinated, as we all know now. But they're they're taught that the, the, the Constitution isn't, what it means, and it doesn't mean what it says. That was for another time. So now we change it because it's living and we mold it and we craft it into something of our own making and our own liking today in this world. And it, of course, reflects in that scenario, it reflects what our beliefs happen to be. Whoever the person is that's rewriting or reinterpreting the Constitution, that's that's the problem with so-called liberalism and, and progress, so-called progressivism, which isn't progressive at all. It's destructive. But that's the problem with that ideology, the leftist ideology. You, there's nothing you can attach yourself to. There's no hope. They are a, it is a belief that nothing is absolute. They, oh, I believe in God. Oh, yes, I read the Bible. But nothing is absolute. Well, they need to understand what they're reading because the Bible is all about the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord never changes. It will never pass away. The word of the Lord is infallible. It is now, it is back then, and it is in the future. It does not change. And that the whole that's the big divide in America today. There's people that claim to be Christian, and yet... They are not in practice and belief. And that is the big war that we have. We call it the cultural war today in America. But the word of the Lord, were the heavens made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. Psalm 33, 6 says, God made it all. He made everything. And he's in control of everything. God is in control. We must keep that in mind as we look at what's happening in our world today, but we must also keep in mind that that word of God, that fixed, absolute, eternal word of God, tells us things like Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. We live in a, in a time now where Fools, according to the Bible, are trying to reinvent what truth really is. 
Hosea chapter 4, verse 6 and 7 says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, because thou hast rejected knowledge. I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing that thou hast forgotten the law of thy God. I will also forget thy children. That's a heavy word from the Lord, but it is the word of the Lord. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 5 says, A wise man is strong, yea, a man of knowledge increases strength. Proverbs 8.10 warns, Receive my instruction and not silver, knowledge rather than choice gold. Proverbs 15.14 says, The heart of him that hath understanding seeketh knowledge, but the mouth of fools feedeth on foolishness. That defines our culture today. Psalm 119, verse 66, says, Teach me thy judgment and knowledge, for I have believed thy commandments. I think that's what we all want to say and pray to the Lord. Teach me good judgment and knowledge. We need that in the days in which we're living. Rolling Stone magazine is trying to crush Charlie Kirk and his Turning Point USA ministry to college students. They've published an article that attempts to paint Kirk as not only a hypocrite, which he is not, but as someone who is an enabler and a kind of supporter of sex abusers. That's pretty rough stuff. Charlie Kirk is the real deal. He's a spirit-led guy who has a tremendous ministry on college campuses across the country. I want to tell you what happened because there's something to be learned from this. This is something we should all know about because this is a significant ministry. I mean, there's thousands of kids, college students involved in this ministry. And he's a straightforward guy. I don't know him personally. I know people who know him, but I've watched him over the years. And I, uh, he's doing some of the things on a much larger scale that I was doing as a youth pastor. And I've had a great interest in him. I'd like to meet him someday. I, I don't. I don't travel and speak and stuff like I used to, but um, so I, I probably won't. But I, he, he's a very interesting guy, and he he's really focused. So they're trying to take him out, and Rolling Stone has a big following of that crowd, kind of, or you know, sort of. And um, so the, the Rolling Stone is just, they're out to, to do him in. I mean, they're really going after him. And I want to tell you what's happening there. As I said, there's something that can be taken from this just as a general principle in the culture in which we live. But we it's also, pray for Charlie Kirk. He needs he needs God's, he's not a perfect guy, but he, he's really committed to the Lord. And he's, his message is, is kind of two-pronged. One is he's teaching conservatism. He, he's advocating it on the campuses, not in this safe place of, you know, somewhere else. But he's out there in the war, and he's, you know, on all these university campuses. And he's he's debating with these kids and back and forth and ideological stuff and everything. And yet he's presenting the gospel very strongly. He's a very strong evangelical. And he's presenting the gospel to them. And so the the left, they've, I, I don't think they've quite been able to figure out how to, how to shut him up, and they haven't. And he's not adversarial, really. I mean, he's just powerful, and he's, he's very, very direct in what he says. But he also carries a message of, of uh, free market and, and capitalism and so on. And so he's a kind of a rare breed. 
but he's doing a great job. And he, as I said, is really under attack right now. The, uh, he's the uh, CEO. Charlie Kirk is CEO of Turning Point USA, not to be confused with David Jeremiah's Turning Point. This is a different Turning Point. And um, anyway, it's Turning Point USA or TP USA. And um, he, he's a cheerleading the, the far right boycott on Target over the retail's uh, pride collection. And he has, uh, which included trans friendly gender apparel and all of that stuff we've been talking about recently. But for what Kirk calls, he calls them out and he's calling, calling on people to boycott Target. And they are. And he's saying the reason to do it is because of their support for grooming kids. Well, that phrase, and he said that a lot of times. I mean, he says it often. And I mean, don't we all? I hope we do, because that's what they're doing. They're assisting in that. But his condemnation of the retailer coincided with TPUSA's second annual pastor summit last week, this last weekend, in, uh, in Nashville, Tennessee. So this past week, Kurt has also denounced Target, and he told this crowd of hundreds, probably close to a thousand pastors were there, I think, and youth pastors and so on. He said, if you love God, you must hate evil. Well, Rolling Stone gets a hold of this, and they jump into this with both, with both feet. So it's an obvious effort to take him down. So... Who is Charlie Kirk and why are Rolling Stone and other leftist news organizations now trying to take him out? It's because he has a clear message and he's consistent with his clear message and it's biblical. And this would apply to anyone who has a clear message and if they're penetrating the darkness of our time and penetrating the ignorance of our time. People are uninformed today. They don't know. They've been taught not to know. They've been taught that everything changes. They've been taught that what is true today is not true tomorrow. And that may be true in the secular sense, but from a spiritual point of view, that is not true. The word of the Lord is forever. It is fixed. And upon that, we build our lives. We build our hope for the future. People are dying from fear, heart attacks, and all of these kinds of things because of the days in which we live. There's so much uncertainty. Drones bombed Moscow over the weekend, and nobody knows who sent the drones. Nobody's claiming it. I suppose the United States will get blamed for it at some point. But we live in a very uncertain world. If you go to his website, Charlie Kirk's website, it says, Thanks to the support of 235,000-plus grassroots patriots, Turning Point USA reaches and impacts millions of students on campus, and online. See, that's the problem. It does. That's the problem with any voice, any voice that is in this cloud of darkness and evil that is hovering over a nation founded on the principles of God. Anyone who speaks the truth, and that's why fewer and fewer people are speaking the truth in the darkness, turning on the light in the darkness, because there are consequences. I mean, people will take, maybe not most people, but there are people who will take any step to silence that voice. And, you know, somebody would say, well, you know, Gary, you're, 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 calm down. That, that's really not true. It is true. 
And I'm not overstating it. It is true. As long as you go along to get along, there's a lot in the Bible that you can preach about, you know, positive reinforcement. And you got to be, our message is positive. Christ rose from the dead. Your sins are forgiven. You're going to heaven. Your eternity is fixed if you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. That is a powerful message. That is the gospel. But when the gospel touches the culture, and it must, when the gospel touches the culture, it lights it lights a reaction that I haven't seen over any other issue. Remember in the book of Acts when Peter and all the guys were out preaching the gospel, they, they realized that Jesus Christ did indeed rise from the dead. And they took the gospel to the streets of Jerusalem, and the Bible says there were thousands of people were saved and accepted Christ and turned from their Judaism and accepted Christ as the Messiah, as their Savior. But at the same time, they were dragged into jail. Peter and these guys were preaching the gospel, and they were dragged into jail all the time. Paul later would write many of his letters from jail. But Peter and those guys were dragged into jail. There's one incident in, in Acts that where they're told, they're say, they say to, to, to Peter and, and these guys, they're saying, look, guys, we really don't want to do this to you, but you've got to stop preaching the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. They, they just couldn't handle that. They said, go take your beliefs and do what you want to do and you know, count your bees or whatever you want to do, but forget this preaching in the name of Jesus. And when you do that, Kirk, Charlie Kirk isn't the only one, but he does that. There's many that are doing it. And that attracts a very malicious, vicious, left-wing, cultural Marxist type of opposition. So that's what he's seeing here. That's what others are seeing here as well. His website thanks the 235,000 grassroots patriots. That's a pretty good organization. It's enough kids to make a difference across the country, I'll tell you that, on campuses. But because the ministry is having this positive effect, the leftist news organizations have aligned themselves to undermine and even destroy Kirk and the, and the ministry. So last week, the Stone, Rolling Stone published a story titled, Charlie Kirk's Turning Point, Pivots to Christian Nationalism. Well, it's not, I mean, I guess you can call yourself a Christian nationalist. I, I love America. I'm glad I'm a citizen of America, and I think many of us are. So now that's be, beginning to become a, a hinge point for them to attack Christians who love America. We just love God's kingdom more than we do America. But we can love both. We're capable of that. We can love this nation. God created, blessed this nation, blessed the creators, and allowed us to become who we are today as a nation and who we have been as a nation. And we have the ability to be proud to be an American, to be nationalistic in the sense of, of God bless America and thank the Lord for America. And if that's wrong, then so be it. But that doesn't mean that you have to abdicate the kingdom of God, that you can only be a, a citizen of one. You can be a citizen of both. So they're attacking that. They started out the Rolling Stone with the story attacking that idea because he's patriotic and, and so on. But they continue. The organization founded to promote the free market, the, the Rolling Stone said, 
the the organization founded to promote the free market sure is spending a lot of time promoting attacks on the separation of church and state. Yeah, Charlie Kirk has a real problem with that, as I do, as you know, and many of us do. Uh, it isn't constitutional, and it was never intended. But anyway, they continued. The organization founded to promote the free market is sure spending a lot of, of its attention on separation. I've seen the results of their ministry personally, and it's effective. And I can see why these guys are going after him. Rolling Stone saw an opportunity. They're now trying to take advantage of it. Here's what happened. Yahoo is one of the many news organizations advancing Rolling Stone's story. Yahoo said, and, and this is quoting from Rolling Stone as well, and, and there's others even this morning running this story. But Yahoo who said, yet in delivering these fevered messages about morality and child welfare, Kirk had an odd benefactor, a man whose criminal history opens up TPUSA to charges of hypocrisy. Rolling Stone has learned that one of the TPUSA Summit's corporate sponsors is a Christian fashion company that is led by a registered sex offender, Sean Brookstrand, who served time in federal uh, prison for attempting coercion and enticement after trying to persuade a minor female to engage in sexual activity. Well, you, you read this and you go, oh, no, Charlie, why are you aligning yourself with those people? And that's exactly what Rolling Stone wants you to think and other Christians and other people across the country. I'll come back to Brookstrand in a moment. But in a statement to Rolling Stone, TPUSA spokesman, this Andrew Colbert, immediately responded. This was during this pastor's convention and leaders, youth pastors, pastors, etc., in Nashville uh, just a few days ago. In a statement to Rolling Stone, TPUSA uh, spokesman, this Colbert, he said that TPUSA faith was not aware of this incident, but emphasized that as an exhibit sponsor, Bergstrand was not a speaker, organizer, organizer or professing doctrine from the stage. One of the core tenets of the Christian faith is forgiveness, they said, this Colbert guy said, rooted in repentance. And after discussing the issue with him, he said, we believe it was critical to bringing him to faith. Colbert said he doesn't hide from what happened and his, his sin in the past. He instead posts his testimony online uh, on his company website. TPUSA Faith will not toss any repentant, decent person because of a mistake that happened over a decade before or because a left-wing outlet wants to write a hit piece on the amazing work of our team is doing. COVID included a, a reference to Colossians chapter 3, verse 13, a Bible verse that reads in part, Forgive us as the Lord forgave you. So that was the initial response from a spokesperson with, this, with Charlie's ministry, this TPUSA. But in today's conservative movement, nothing animates activists like the supposed liberal indoctrination of children, Yahoo and Rolling Stone and others go on to say. The religious right, they say, in particular, espouses unhinged rhetoric about how youth are being groomed in trance and LGBTQ ideology by Luciferian leftists. This is what they're saying. Riding this wave of populist anger, they say, Kirk and TPUSA have made a hard pivot from the organization's stated aim of preaching free market economics to students to embracing the cause of Christian nationalism and marshalling church leaders. That would be the convention there that was highly attended. Church leaders to the front lines of GOP politics. At the pastor summit, 
Kurt responded to Rolling Stone's coverage because it was happening at the same time of, of his group's new crusade. He said, first of all, it's not my turning point, he said, about the organization that he started. He said, it's the Lord's turning point. Then he said, I am both a Christian and a nationalist. But most importantly, he said, I'm a Christian. Rolling Stone saw this as another opportunity to take out Kirk, whose organization does advocate for free market and capitalism. And he rails on socialism. And he tells these college kids all over the country, and big crowds come out to hear him, that, that, that socialism is destructive. And he goes into all the details. They see this as something that is vulnerable because this guy had a at conventions. You've, many of you have been at conventions. I've been at too many of them over the years. I think I've had enough for one lifetime, I'll tell you. But at the conventions, they have all these little places and these people buy these places and they put their stuff out there. And it's usually booksellers at Christian conventions, there's booksellers and products, you know, T-shirts that say Jesus saves or whatever on it. And, and all this, that's what they're talking about. This guy bought a, a, he had nothing to do with the program, but, but, the, but the media blurs that. So the casual observer would say, wow. Boy, that guy, he really went for it, just like the Catholic Church, all this stuff in there, covering it up and everything. That's what they're trying to do, Rolling Stone. They saw this as an opportunity to take Kirk out because he is having an impact. So Rolling Stone and their allies have attempted to make this appear to the public as something it was not. The left has no concept of forgiveness and restoration. If you follow the leftists on, on, on slavery in the United States, they just beat up and they whip Americans to death over this issue of slavery while promoting Kindy and 1619 Project and other lies, yet they refuse to acknowledge that America is the only nation in history that fought a civil war over the morality of, sa- of slavery. America declared that one man cannot own another man. And we fought a war and families were divided. The nation was divided. We killed each other until we established freedom for all. And the slaves were freed. They will not give that any space in their writing and their speaking. In promotional videos, the right side up, and I'm not defending this Brookstrand. I don't know him. I never heard of him before. But he speaks of his life struggles. And he said, at one time in my life, I absolutely lost completely everything. He said, God gives us second chances. He said, it's up, it's up to us what we're going to do with it. And he gives his testimony about how he, he has accepted Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ has delivered him from his sin. Again, he was not participating in any way of the content of this convention. He bought a stall to sell his products, which are products, many of them, I looked into it. I, as I said, I've never heard of him before, but I looked into it and many of them, Many of them are, are, you know, T-shirts and stuff, and they have scripture verses on them. This Matthew Bodie, he's a professor at University of North uh, Georgia. He's also written about TPUSAs. He was delighted over this because he's been trying to take down Charlie Kirk for a long time. But he was writing in it, and he was he's written a, a part of this, and he's talking about it and how we have to purge this kind of thing from the culture and everything. On Saturday night, Kirk responded publicly. He said... I want to set the record straight. He said, I'm told the team that coordinates exhibitors that he's a nice person, did something wrong. And he said, unlike Target, he repented. 
and the experience led him to his faith in Jesus Christ. He said, good for him. He said, that's the gospel, and that's the issue that is before us in this issue. Hey, thanks for being with me today. I'll see you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.